Welcome to Off The Cut, a podcast where we talk about building, making, and answering all of your questions. No one, no one wants your damn intro. Start cutting stuff. Yeah. Just start your damn video because you're losing everybody. For God's sakes, just shut up and get yes. on with it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm got ready to, s- to podcast. Now let's get into the show. I mean, that's pretty incredible. great. That's pretty great. All right, that might that might have to be our new intro. (laughs) (laughs) I like that it's got some practical advice in there too. I know, I know. Okay. Uh, Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Off the Cut episode (laughs) sixty-five. We're up in Toronto today, is known as Tuesday, May sixteenth, twenty twenty-three. But here in Ohio, today is respectfully dedicated to the food of the day. Oh. Gosh. Coquillies St. Jacquees. Sounds like a French word. Well, there's the end of the show. (laughs) I probably insulted multiple people groups and probably said something. I don't know what I just said. I think you might be on a watch list right now. Oh, God. Okay. I'm sorry. I have to Google this. Coquillies. Yeah, let me know what this is. Oh, what the hell is this? Is this like a clam? Oh, interesting. Oh, I'm in. Some sort of. I'm in. Okay. Sea urchin? It is a. Give me a description. Hold on. It's like a um, a scallop dish with a creamy sauce and Gruyere cheese. Okay. Okay. What is a scallop? Like, I've had scallops before, but I don't really know what. It's like a, I've it's never like seen a, a wild scallop. It's, it's like a sea barnacle, right? It's like a little barnacle-y thing? Yeah. When you're eating a scallop, like, say you get, like, scallops in your past or whatever, is that the whole animal? Just like, or is it, like, chopped up? Wait, if I get a scallop in my what? Your pasta or whatever. No, you. Get, I think you usually get a like a whole one, right? Is it a whole one or is it part of one? I don't know. Yeah, the the little guy that's yeah, like it's the like a little circular thing. Ball. Yeah, I'm assuming that's a, a whole one. Or is it like a little long tentacle thing that they chop into cross sections? Uh, <laughs> no, that's their actual size. So it, okay. it opens, it's like a clam and then you, okay. you take the little, the, the oyster, it's like you take the oyster thing out of it. It okay. actually look okay. kind of scary to be honest with you. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. It does look scary. I just look one up now. Second follow-up question. Why are scalped potatoes called scalped potatoes? Is there any I, relation yeah. to the scallop? I see. I think scalloped means sliced it's like some sort of uh, what i don't know <laughs> i think it, is it like a prep a preparation what is scalloping what scallops mean? a potato ornaments yeah. with scallops uh, it, see it so it's make a any noun sense. for a thin slice of potato dipped in batter and deep fried oh really oh it also yeah. means bake with milk or a sauce Wow, this is this is riveting podcast content. Yeah, yeah. Imagine all the woodworking people tuning in to listen to this, and we're just talking about scallops and scallop potatoes. But here's the thing that people have to keep in mind: is that even the worst episode of Off the Cut still is better still than mi- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like 
it blows my mind that people still listen to the trash that that it's put out in the ether that the guys at the Green Suiters podcast do. And I, it's, I, it's a shame, really. It's a shame. I uh, I saw Jason last week because he came to do the Festool Recharge event here in Toronto. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so going to ask you how that went. Yeah, it was fun. So, but the first thing, you know. So I met up with Scott Walsh and we were just kind of walking around because uh, Jason was busy talking to somebody. And then we go up and start talking to him once he's free. And yeah. the first thing he says to us is, how the hell does anybody live in this city? Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like, the traffic here is so insane that I don't understand how anybody gets anything done. Yeah. Which is fair. It's fair. Yeah. 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 So you said you met with uh, oh, with Scott and yeah. you guys went to the event and met, hung out with Jason and stuff. Yeah. 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 It was good. It was fun to go to see the event. So the event was all the new Festool cordless tools. I'm sure, you know, but yeah, it's uh, they had a new track saw out they had new table saw. They had a new miter saw. They had a reciprocating saw, a couple impact drivers. Cool yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's fun to play with. So as someone who works in the trades, mm-hmm. be, brutally deadly honest you're not sponsored by festival whatsoever would anyone ever use a recip saw with dust collection probably not that seemed a little ridiculous to me because because recip saw you're using it for demolition right and when you're doing demolition it's you know you're not worried about dust like everybody's wearing respirators they're wearing like gloves and clothes you don't care about because it's dirty work. And he just kind of accepted it's dirty because to do it clean would slow you down too much. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the only thing I could think of is let's say you're in a finished home and for whatever reason, uh, you're just changing a window. Yes. In that situation. Sure. I could see it. Okay. But that's pretty niche. Like that's, and at the same time, like I've done that before, being in a finished home, cutting something with a recip saw, I'll just have like one of my apprentices like hold the vacuum nozzle okay. right near the hose. You know, that that's cheaper than the, the whole Festool dust extraction system fair, plus the recip fair. saw. That being said, very nice recip saw. I used it to uh, slice through an LVL, which is like a laminated veneer lumber beam. So right. it's like basically a, uh, a structural beam made out of plywood, essentially. Right. And did a good job of cutting it. It was nice. Very minimal, like, you know, kick to it. It's very smooth. I liked it. It's got a lot of guts to it. It does. It definitely does. As someone who doesn't own a recip saw, yeah. I will more than likely get that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you have the connection, you can get it or money's no object. Uh, it's a good saw. I just don't know that it's twice as good as like a Milwaukee or DeWalt's because it's twice as much. But I'm sure that's probably, if I had to take a stab at it, it's going to, actually, I, I think the price is out. So I asked at the show and they said no, they didn't know the price. That was last week. So Cordless, new tools. It is not on the USA website yet. So no, I can't tell you what it is. But I'm guessing it's going to be somewhere in like the three to 400 range. The the nice woman who was running the booth told me that it would be competitive, and that's all she could really say. Right. So, but I mean, like the top of the line, like Milwaukee, like whatever yeah. the hell they call their like fuel thing, and then whatever Dewalt's like Flexvolt one is. I'm sure that's at least 
two to three hundred bucks, wouldn't you assume? Yeah, I'm trying to find the top end one. The top end Milwaukee one looks like maybe it's three hundred Canadian, so probably two fifty American. Okay. Uh oh no, they have another one that's a little bit more, three twenty eight. So that's you know kind of two fifty, two seventy five American, something like that. So yeah, it's getting up there. The Dewalt's got one that's almost four hundred bucks. So, so that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like you know, yeah. it, when you put it into perspective, it's like okay, maybe it's not as crazy expensive as you might think. Yeah, yeah, true. Oh, the $400 one comes with a 9-amp-hour, 60-volt battery, so that's why that one's so expensive. Okay. That's like a $300 battery on its own. Right. So so was this the first time you'd ever used... Did you... You used some of these tools, right? Did they let you demo them and stuff? Yeah, they let us demo some of them. I think I used the table, so I didn't, you know... I didn't go too crazy with it. I used their impact gun. Their impact gun was so nice. I was, like, playing around with it. Felt really good in the hand. Uh, really well balanced, just feels tight. But they, and then I was playing with it, and Scott was like, Oh, yeah, they have proprietary bits for it. No, no, that's not true. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, they have an adapter so you can use normal bits. Yeah. But the, like, the stock chuck on it is like for their own proprietary heads. For, oh, yeah. So you were using like the CXS, CXS, or whatever the hell they're, their new 18 volt like small drill is that's like their compact cabinetry drill. Uh, I was using that one, but they also had a bigger version of it. So if it's the TID 18, that takes standard quarter inch chucks. It wasn't a TID 18. It had the, the front like finger bash. Oh yeah. Like the CXS as I think is the new one. I'm trying to pull it up. I can't. CXS 18, I believe. Let's see. Uh, um, I first, see, I'm terrible at this. Fist, yeah. USA.com. Like, I try to know model numbers and stuff when people ask, but I'm never very good at it. Yeah, this is, okay. Yeah, so CXS. Is that even the one I was using, though? I don't think that's the one I was using. Go on Festool.com, not FestoolUSA.com, because this is the European one, so they have more tools on there that aren't out in the U.S. Shocker, shocker. I was on Festival Canada. Yeah. All right, let's see. Cordless products. So there's a CXS18, which is probably what you were using. Uh, yes, that is what I was using. You're correct. So that one is like the cabinetry drill. So the, the uh. whole idea of that is that you can change out the heads to do like a million different things. Okay. So it is true that the stock one that comes with it um, like your quick change yeah. is their Centrotech system, which yeah. will not work with quarter inch um, standard impact bits. However, at being a drill, it does have that like twisty Jacobs chuck to it. Right, right. And it's, it's not it's, an impact. It's kind of, oh, it wasn't an impact. Okay, interesting. It was kind of annoying too, because it looks like it would. Like it's basically the same size. You can get a quarter inch bit in there, but then it just slides out. Yeah, it, it doesn't click in. Which right, I'd argue is bad design. Right, right. Um, yeah, but uh, so uh, we tried the CXS eighteen and then just the regular CXS, which I think is the smaller one. The the old CSX was at like a different battery. It was their old battery. Oh, interesting. Okay, which is what they were replacing it with. Uh gotcha. Okay, so these are the. I didn't realize they had a new battery too. 
So they used to work on like 10 volt batteries or something mm-hmm. silly like that. And now they're trying to streamline all their tools to have the same 18 volt battery. Right. That makes sense. Interesting. I wonder if, so I know in Europe, they have different laws for how they rate uh, battery voltages for cordless tools. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of tools that you will see marketed in North America are a 20 volt tool, but then in Europe, they have to call them 18 volts because I think it's like yeah. the peak versus the nominal voltage or something like that. Right. Um, so I'm curious to see if when they come to Canada, the United States, if they will be 20 volts or if they'll just keep the 18 volt branding across the board. They're 18 volts. Yeah. Even yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Cause they already have, the 18 volt battery is what worked on um, like 98% of their tools. And there were just a couple small tools that were still on their old, like legacy batteries. I see. I see. So they're just getting everything on the same platform. Very cool. Uh, well, I did beat the marketing manager for North America. Uh, I don't The nice guy. I think his name is Philip. I don't know if you've had any interaction Mm with him. It's, I feel like I've met so many different people. I'm really awful with names. Unless I have a really long conversation with yeah. you, I probably, like, I don't remember, to be honest with you. So we'll see. Maybe maybe in the future my channel will be run entirely off Festool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting, though. So I was talking to, uh, this is a little, like, content creator insight. So I was talking to the marketing manager. With, it was me and Scott, and we were just kind of chewing the shit with this guy. Yeah. Oh, there's the explicit. Oh, there it is. Um, and Scott was like, the guy was interested. Like, he was like, oh, yeah, like, tell me about your channel. And like, he said to both Scott and I, like, oh, maybe we can partner together in the future. Scott was like, nah, I don't know. I don't know if it's right for my audience. And he was worried about alienating people Fair. by using Festool tools. Like, he was worried that his audience was going to see him using Festool stuff and be like, oh, this isn't beginner oriented content therefore it's not for me and then just tune out which i thought was a very interesting uh observation or at least a thought to have yeah absolutely have you ever thought that i mean i mean i know you use a lot of festival stuff so have you ever considered like you might be potentially alienating people by having it in your shop absolutely but when i like my last video for example I, i was like oh I showed how to set up like a straight edge guide and a circular saw to cut one end of my table. But I was like, oh, but, you know, if if you're doing this with any frequency, you know, having some like a track saw zoop is a faster way to do it. So like I I try every once in a while to throw in like alternate ways to do it. Like, oh, you don't have to use the domino. Here's another way you can make this joint. But look how fast it is. That's why I'm doing it. Like, yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. But at the end of the day, like, you know, we only have so much time to build stuff. So, like, am I going to painstakingly make a mortise and tenon joint when I can just go zip, zip, connect it together with a domino? I'm going to take the domino every time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. And at a certain point, it's like, you just, I mean, I think I'm less worried about cultivating a certain type of audience right like on my channel occasionally i'll get people being like oh i stopped watching this video as soon as i saw the cnc come out and it's like okay well then i'm I'm gonna i like using my cnc so i'm gonna keep using it and if i lose one person it's like that's not the end of the world for me (laughs) right right and and, i mean that's truly what it is like if you enjoy doing it that's cool yeah if you want to use 
bargain basement tools all the time because like you're the if you're like Steve Ramsey where you're your entire thing is the beginner's intro to all this stuff, then yeah, it would probably be really weird to see Steve Ramsey have a fully outfitted festival shop, right? Yeah, what do you think? Does Steve Ramsey have like a secret set of like backup tools that he uses like when he's working on his own house or something like that? I know I've listened to him on a podcast before and he said that he does have a couple things um, that he does use like off camera that mm-hmm. he enjoys using. Like he's, he's like, yeah, I would love to try out a CNC or a laser or whatever. But he's like, I just can't put that in my shop because like that's like the complete opposite of what his channel is he's like yeah i'm interested in it i'd love to screw around with it but yeah 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 yeah. i just don't make content on it right right interesting it's kind of sad in some ways like i i i hate to hear that somebody's not do not following their interests they're kind of like they you know it's almost like uh i don't know it's it's like when you hear like about like a celebrity who's like who like plays this like fun loving person. And then you're like, Oh yeah, but I saw them at a restaurant being really rude to their server. (laughs) Sure. 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 (laughs) It feels like you're like, you're cultivating this like version of yourself. That's like for the camera. And then there's like this other part of you that you don't get to see, which is, yeah, I don't know. And I don't think there's a right or a wrong. I mean, like, like for example, look at, at your content. You've gotten more into like some tech oriented, like building, making and stuff. But that's because that's what you're interested in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And I think that if you, if you have an audience that follows that and is passionate and interested in just going on a journey with you, Mm -hmm. I think that's okay. Like if your tool selection changes, like over time, that's, it's normal. That's okay. And if it pisses people off, that's okay. That's what it is. Yeah, in some ways, I guess that's a little narcissistic in the sense that, like, oh, it's my channel. It's like, it's what interests me, and people should be interested just by the virtue of the fact that it interests me. But that's, you know, that's where my passion is. Like, oh, I want to, like, oh, 3D printers are cool. Like, I want to try messing around with one of those. Right. So, yeah. Right. I mean, think, like, that's where a lot of, like, the design ideas for the pieces of furniture I build come from. It's like... I've never tried sliding dovetails before. Yeah, I'm going to incorporate that into something and like show you my first time ever trying it. And yeah, I mean, that's my favorite content to see and to create is like seeing people trying things for the first time because it's so fun when you do something for the first time, you learn so much. Oh, yeah. So it's like so easy to make content on it, right? Because you're right. like, oh, okay, like I learned this little tip and I learned this little tip. Oh, don't do this. Don't do that. Like you right. have like 20 things you can talk about. Oh, Whereas yeah. if it's like your 20th time making sliding dovetails, you're like, you're kind of over at that point. Right. Or like yeah. how many tips can I really give on how to like joint and plane a board and like, for God's sakes, I, I, I film it. But usually during that part of the video, I don't even mention it. I'm just like, so here's kind of my idea for what I'm thinking or how I came yeah. up with this idea. I I take that time to allow me to talk about something else because yeah. I'm not that interested in it. Yeah, yeah. That's a, I mean, that's a great uh, example for any, any content creators listening out there. It's like the thing that you're showing on screen does not have to correlate with what uh, you're talking about. 
And you can actually make your videos more dense by like showing you milling and then like talk about the design process. They don't have to be the same thing. So you can cover two things at the same time. Right. And I know that there's some people that will talk about one thing, show something different on the screen and then have like a little caption. Right. That is almost like their tertiary thought. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is kind of cool because if you're not super interested in topic one or topic two, you might find topic three on the bottom kind of interesting. True. You know what we should do is we should just have like a picture in picture thing of like a very attractive man stripping and a very attractive woman stripping. So you got like all your bases covered. <laughs> I like what you're talking about. <laughs> Imagine you just hired strippers to be like in the background of your video, just like to not even acknowledge them at all, but they're just always like suddenly stripping in the background. Oh God. Well, you know, that in the back of J cats videos, yeah. he always has random cardboard cutouts yeah. of people like yeah. that kind of stuff. Never even talks about them. Yeah. I wonder if any of those people have ever seen, like has Danny DeVito ever seen his cardboard cutout in the background of a J-Cast video and be like, what the hell? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I do have some, um, what do you call them? Like Easter eggs and videos. I don't put them in all of them. Yes. But there are some. Yeah. And I've had a couple people call them out, be like, hey, did you mean to put this in there? I was like, yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> people are like, that's pretty funny. They're like, do you have more? I'm like, I do, but I'm not yeah. going to tell you where they are. Yeah, you got to go find them. Yeah, I like to incorporate little Easter eggs. And even like, you see, I do like I often I'll like mark up like on screen with like text. I'll just put sure. like little like when I'm editing, it's like I'm not going to do a new voiceover. I'm not going to like re-record this take. I'm right. just going to put a little text box that says like, oh, and I also did this or, you know, and it's, I don't know. There's a bunch of different ways you can have fun with the medium. Right. It's, you could be like, oh, and then I cut this piece to a half inch long. And like, right when it says half inch long, you just say like three quarters on the text, yeah. like or with yeah. the text on the screen, like no one cares. No one yeah. Cares. Or in my last video, I said, uh, slippery silicone snake and then i put really quick on screen it flashed it was like my high school nickname for like two. i frames. saw that <laughs> i like that <laughs> and it adds a little like a little fun a little character a little pizzazz yeah, yeah. To it. it's just silly that's funny oh i wanted to add oh my god almost choked so i wanted to ask after you went to the festival event was there mm -hmm. anything there that you're like huh I might have to buy that. I might like that. Uh, it's tough. So the miter saw the Capex is really nice. Wouldn't work in my shop. So that's an obvious, like, scratch that out right there. I saw the new table saw, which looked nice. But again, it's not going to compete. It's a, like a contractor saw. It's not right. uh, It's not really a shop saw. So that's kind of scratched out. Um, I like the drivers. I honestly really like the feel of the drivers. Yeah. Um, so maybe those. But again, it's like... I think there's better places I could probably spend my money before sure. those. Uh, track saw would be one that I would be interested in. Did you uh, like it more than the DeWalt one? Uh, based on my limited testing, yes. I haven't tried uh, DeWalt's new updated cordless one, though. Ooh. I have their older cord and stuff. The one I have now is like five years old. Okay. I got it before I even got into the content game. I didn't know they had a cordless one and it comes in the little tough box thing, whatever the hell yes. they call it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Honestly, I didn't really walk away from there. Like, Oh, I got to get like 
this festival thing. Not that yeah. I and it was their new it. stuff too. It wasn't like the whole yeah. the whole kit and caboodle. Exactly, exactly. I'm sure there's some festival stuff like the domino that I should probably get. But have you used one yet? No, still never even laid my hands on one. Oh. At this point, it's. I think I said this last episode. This point, it's like I'm just being like kind of a contrarian with it. Like fair, you know, like everybody's like, "Oh, you have to watch this TV show," and they just keep telling you and telling you. You're like, "I am never gonna watch this effing TV show just to piss you guys off." That's Game of Thrones, man. People are like, "You gotta yes. watch Game of Thrones." I'm like, "I'm not watching it." Mad Men. I've never watched Mad Men. Oh never yeah, I've heard of that. I'm not watching that one either. <laughs> and it's the same thing with like. Movies, yes. TV shows, yes. New restaurants. Oh, you got to try this place. You got to try that. Not yeah, going. Maybe. Yeah. Podcasts. People are like, you oh. got to check out Green Suiters podcast. Oh, it's like, get out of here. <laughs> no way. No effing way. Not listen to that trash. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Isn't so? Did you, you had fun? What did Scott think? What Scott was just throwing all sorts of anti-festival propaganda, I'm sure. No, okay, here's the interesting thing about Scott, is (laughs) he knows all the festival tools. He was telling me, he was like the best festival salesperson ever. He was like, oh, this is like, this is the bigger track saw it's got. This one's got, you know, 75 millimeter depth. This is the 65. This is the cordless one, but it's two batteries. This is the cordless one, but it's one battery. He knew everything, but he was like, I would never have any of those in my shop. (laughs) He's a nerd. He's a nerd. You, you can tell that he was uh, he, he liked the festival tools. He was into them, but yeah, didn't want it. Didn't want to. Didn't want to alienate the people watching. Scott's just a big liar. We all know That's, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but did you meet any cool people like from the community? Any people like, hey, I watch your stuff or whatever? Uh no. I actually just kind of like uh, I kind of I was there as Scott and Jason got fangirled over like people were coming up to both of them like hey i really like your stuff and i just kind of stood to the side awkwardly (laughs) and they're like they're like who are you (laughs) oh the best part is the best part is i wore my spensely design t-shirt and did somebody think you were me no no no, but somebody was like somebody made a comment about your titles (laughs) titles." (laughs) you're like yeah they suck i hate them yeah, Jason, and, Jason, Scott, and I were kind of brainstorming the title for Jason's next video a little yeah. bit, and the, this guy kind of wandered over, and he was just like, "Oh, you should just do what the Spensley guy does." <laughs> See if it works. It, name them the name things. Yeah, it was that, funny. But the thing, I mean, it's one of those things. I've I've considered addressing it in an upcoming video, like during a voiceover, and be like, "Yeah, by the way, here's why I do this," and like show like a like an AB test of how to build a dining room table. Yeah. Asinine title. Here's why I do it. But I know that doesn't, it doesn't solve anything. It's like, just move on. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, look, the thing is, if you, if you click on the video in order to make the comments that you're like unhappy with clickbait, it's like, well, you're part of the problem then. Like you clicked on the video, so it's like it works. So why are you, you're the problem, not the creator. <laughs> right. But see, I, I really only have a new, like, I don't like the titles. We've talked about this. The thumbnails, it's like, oh, kind of attention grabbing. You're like, what is he doing? You, like, that's the goal is people, Mm -hmm. is to drive curiosity. Now, Mm -hmm. by example, I always give. If I have some woman with heaving breasts (laughs) on 
and it's like something like she's about to take her top off. And we're coming and back then, to my stripper idea now. Yeah. <laughs> and then like I just get into the video and it's just about me woodworking. Okay. That's bad clickbait. It has yeah. zero to do with the video. That's not what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, you know, you can't you're make trying, everybody happy. You're trying to legit bait people, right? That's right. what, uh, what's the name was saying? Uh, John from Lincoln Street. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, am I trying to bait people? You bet I am. But the best, the best is the, like the best thumbnail and title combinations are the ones that are like dangerously close to clickbait. You you have to be like right on the line, right? And it's like it's unfortunate, but it's, I mean, it's kind of the way it is. I feel like that was the word that Cam from Blacktail used during his uh, the speech that he did with John. Yeah, at Workbench Con, it was yeah, like you're yeah. teetering on the line, like that gray area between legit exactly. bait and clickbait. Yeah, you're you're dancing on the line. Right. And look, at the end of the day, this we're tr- we're both trying to make this substantial viable careers for ourselves and yeah. if unfortunately putting stupid ass titles and thumbnails out there is what sends videos to the moon, <laughs> I got to play the game. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 It's but. it's unfortunate it's like imagine like you know, if you were putting your resume out there, like trying to get like the job that was going to send your career to the next level. Right. And like, everybody was like, dude, you got to do a clickbait resume. Would you do the clickbait resume? I think most people would do a clickbait resume. (laughs) No, I'm glad that you said that. So how many times do you ever, do you hear people say, oh yeah, when you make a resume, like, don't just be like, I sorted cups and I put money in the cash register. Yeah. Okay. You were like, you know, uh, the cashier at McDonald's or whatever. You handled financial operations as right. well as inventory management. Right. Yeah. And then people would be like, well, no, 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 no. That's different though. That's different. It's like, I'm doing that for work. It's like, yeah, so are we. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anyway, speaking of people who lie on their resume, um, (laughs) we we have a returning top tier patrons. No new patrons this week, which hopefully. Wait, hold on. Let me see. Do I have a sound effect for that? No, we need sound effects. We just have background music. Yeah. Which hopefully that means that they're not supporting um, the Green Suitors podcast on Patreon, because that would be an absolute shamble. But. (laughs) Uh, returning top tier patrons, we've got Dadu, Luke Schmidt, Derek Jennings at Pecantry Designs, which he deserves an extra special shout out. He's the one hooking us up with these awesome video clips to help promote the podcast. And he made that slick new intro we have, which I'm all for it. Fantastic. It definitely made me laugh. That was legitimately the first time either of us had heard it. Mm-hmm. Um We've also got Corey Duvall, which, Corey, I've got some news for you. I know you're going to be excited about. We'll talk later. Uh, Jason Price at Priceless Pro Designs. Scott Eastman at EC's Woodshop. And we actually just got off the phone uh, with our power cocker, formerly known as Wes, before the show. Talked to him for about a half hour, 40 minutes, all about his new YouTube channel. Um, some tips, some tricks, some advice and stuff. So if that's something you want to do, join those uh, 
top tier calls, head over to patreon.com slash off the cut podcast, get access to the after show, uh, discord merch, all kinds of stuff. And our, our main selling point now is when you support off the cut, you're not supporting green suitors podcast. That's right. And also the best part about becoming a supporter on Patreon is that when you listen to the after show, there's a little Easter egg that not a lot of people know about. Every week I improvise an inane intro to a made up podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this week so, should be the green suitors podcast. Oh, it should be. Yeah. Okay. Here, while you were reading the patron names, I was uh, downloading sound effects and uploading them to StreamYard. So now we have a good shot that we oh. can use. <laughs> So is that going to be every time? But like, don't listen to the Green Series podcast. <laughs> Shoot him dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is such a great rivalry, which I think we should address it because Jason did address it on the Green Series podcast. For anyone who can't pick up on sarcasm, <laughs> yeah. we are not actually bashing their show. It is a fun rivalry. Mm-hmm. Sedge, Ronnie, and Jason, I we 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 all know them great guys we're just having a little fun and uh they said that their numbers are going up so i'm assuming it has Perfect. everything to do yeah with us trashing how bad their podcast is so you know is what it is but what have you been up to zach anything exciting how's that house coming good i'm almost in the house i was saying that to the live stream crew before we got started this weekend i should be done uh, and then I'm thinking I might take the whole summer off my day job. So, yeah. Ooh, yeah. How, what's so, your dad? How's your dad feel about this? He's cool. He's it was his idea. Like, so we were we were having a discussion about it. We we're like we're trying to plan out. Like, okay, like we have a couple potential clients for the near future. And he was like, he's like, you know, I got this offer for a pretty decent sized job. He was like, what do you think? I was kind of thinking to tell them like late august september potential start time sure that sounds good to me because i was a little worried he was gonna be like okay we'll take like three weeks off and then it's we'll start another house okay so yeah so with all this time off the day job have you excuse me already brainstormed come up with a list oh my god this bubbly's killing me come up with a (laughs) list of like things like okay i want to do this i want to do this i want to do this definitely i've already got like a full list i've got like five or six projects that i really want to tackle that i'm really excited about Ooh. i have two or three products that i would like to do um okay. like digital products uh redo the website dadu knows all about this uh what else i got other stuff i mean spend a little bit more time working on the podcast get back into short form content i got stuff i want to do and i want to work on my own house a little bit right right yeah so what project would you say you're most excited about Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I think my coffee table that's also all my electronics. Oh, the uh, coffee yeah. table media. Yes. What are you going to call it, like a media table? Uh, yeah, ooh, that's a good question. Table? I don't know. Uh, I'm thinking of calling it your media center was a waste of space. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I guess the the media table. I like that. How about the most useless piece of furniture? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I don't understand why people still have these. These. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a good one. It's not bad. Yeah. yeah. So, are you gonna? 
you're going to have to find a way to run power to that coffee table. Like, yes, under I've been thinking table. about this. So big rug. Okay. Big high pile rug with that. You know, they make these like mats that you can put underneath your carpet. Yeah, like the non slip things, the non slip ones, but they also make like thick ones that are like a half inch. So it's like cushier when you walk on it. You're going to cut a channel and that's where the cord's going to. Exactly. We're on the same wavelength. Exactly. Exactly. I like it. I like it. That's smart. So it's going to be like, it's going to be obviously a furniture build because it's going to be building this table, but it's also going to be like a re a room reorganization thing. Right. So yeah, it'll, it'll touch on a bunch of different areas. It'll be like, I'll wall mount my TV. I'll probably wall mount some of my speakers. Um, So it'll, it'll be fun. There'll be a little bit of problem solving that goes into it. So are you planning on having like the components like your your audio visual paraphernalia mm-hmm. inside of it so they're not seen? Exactly. Completely okay. invisible. So then are you gonna have to have to get one of those like uh not infrared, but like one of the RF all like, of my... repeater thingies? No, because all of my electronics that just happened to work out this way are now all Bluetooth. Oh. Like all the, you know, the PS5 and the Xbox and like the game consoles are all um, Bluetooth. They just work with the controller. You just pick up the controller and touch a button on the controller, turns it on. Doesn't the need t- direct line of sight. Yeah. Yeah. My TV remote is uh, Bluetooth now because it's one of these new smart TVs. Oh. And that automatically, when I turn on my TV, it automatically kicks on the stereo system that runs all the drivers. Okay. Or all the speakers, I should say. Okay. So it'll literally be like perfectly seamless. Like you'll huh. never really need to open up the, the media media table unless you want to like add something or remove it. So it should be completely, completely seamless is what I'm going for. And are you going to need some fans in there? I would assume. Yes. yes. I'm thinking okay. big intake and exhaust fan. I'm also thinking maybe some like nice it's going to be tough to do this. I want to do a little bit of led lighting inside Ooh. so that you can see, cause you're going to lift up the lid and you're going to have to look in there and, you know, see things. Right. But I'm also thinking maybe just a little accent, nothing too gaudy or, you know, kind of unicorn vomity, but just a little accent lighting, just spilling out from below the table. That's classy. Yeah. Classy. Yeah. So like, like movie theater, like, you know, that little subtle light. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't want to beat you over the head with it. So just, you know, just a little bit. So are you thinking like the components inside of the the media table? Is it going to be one of those like, have you seen the, the coffee tables that you like lift up and it like kind of hovers over the couch? Is that going to be like the lift mechanism or is it going to be more know. like a blanket chest or like I drawers? was thinking more like a blanket chest. I, I did think about the, the one that like comes over towards you, but I've never, I don't know. Those something about that doesn't look that comfortable to me. Hmm. Have you ever <laughs> used one of those tables? No. Yeah. I think I I don't like the idea of like when it's over the table you have this big disgusting looking nasty hinge, right? And there's no way that hinge is like stable enough that you could legitimately like work on a laptop or anything there. And also, I don't sit at my coffee table and use a laptop ever. So, no, they call it a laptop for a reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, hmm, have you come up with a design for this table yet? 
That's something I'm still working on with Sophie. Uh, I had her make, I think I told you about this. I had her make a little Pinterest board of coffee tables that she likes. Right, right, right. Uh, so I can incorporate that. I've been given the directive that it has to be a lighter wood. I'm not allowed to use walnut. Uh, Red oak? Uh, I'm thinking white oak, just so so you don't get angry. Uh, <laughs> um, I was actually thinking I might try the, fest, uh, not the festival, but basically the same thing uh the rubio monocoat with the white pigment built into it oh yeah 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 yeah. uh so i give it like a whitewash look but it's gonna be pretty simple you know a coffee table is basically just uh, just be a bot if you if you ask them you can get one of these things Uh uh-huh they're like real wood samples so when i'm holding what i'm showing zach for anybody listening is like it's like basically a rolodex of a bunch of different yeah, samples like, of white oak with the colors and then like you're like oh oh this is actually the one i'd recommend this one is cotton white cotton white yeah so yeah. it tells you like what the or shows you what it looks like uh if you reach out to them they'll send you one of these okay i mean i i know what i want because i just saw it i'm gonna do cotton white <laughs> cotton white would look excellent um corn silk would also be a good choice corn silk who names these i don't know but you got a lot of choices. I don't know. They're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. So times two is like forty-two different colors. Yeah. Okay. Um it's pretty sweet. And if you want to get crazy, you can actually mix the colors too. That's true. Hmm. And you can do something that they call pre-color easy, which is basically like staining the wood and then applying the oil on top of it. But if you're going for like subtle, like I think cotton white, just plain cotton white on top of it would be yeah, pretty classy, pretty tasteful. Yeah. yeah. I want to, I want to go pretty subtle with it. A lot of the guys in live chat are razzing me about making a water cooled uh, coffee table. And I am thinking about, I do have another water cooling build coming up. Uh, the, so you remember the Everything Console Mark III? I don't know if you ever watched that video, but I, I got this like little mini PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I actually had one of these Chinese companies that makes the mini PCs reach out to me, and they're like, hey, we got a new one coming out. Do you want uh, to do a review video of it? And I was like, I'm not going to do a review of it because that's not what my channel is about. However, I do want to do a very small form factor water-cooled computer. Would you be okay with me taking your computer, ripping it apart and then completely modding it. And they're like, yeah, sure. No problem. So we'll put in the mail for you. <laughs> so that's, that's in the near future. Too. Can you try to get an affiliate code too? I should, I should actually. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm assuming there's like no, no sponsor requirements if they're just giving you, this is what, like a couple hundred bucks or something. Uh, I think it's probably like five, 600 bucks, something like that. Right. So nothing too crazy. Hmm. Um, yeah, but no sponsor requirement. They were just like, do you want it? Do you want it to integrate into the video? I was like, yeah, like a okay, shout sure. out be like, Oh, I use the, the ABC computer and I did this yeah. and this and like, yeah, yeah. sure. The B link GTR seven pro GTR seven pro. <laughs> you got to do like a voice modulation. So when you say it, oh, it sounds so funny. Cool. And then hit one of those things they do in like the rap songs where they're like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> afterwards <laughs> i had to find that we need that sound effect for the uh for the show yeah wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. what is that is that a horn i don't know i don't even know what would you would call that like yeah i don't know i'll find it later i'll find Let's it later. I'm, I'm looking at my epidemic sound 
uh, sound effects bank right now. <laughs> well, I ha- I know it's not the after show. <gasps> you got a grievance to air? I have a grievance to air. Let's hear it. So, Moran- this is this is I'm getting back to where I said Corey Duvall is going to be excited about this. I know I had talked about it in the past, but I finally did it. Miranda and I, uh, for our honeymoon, we're going to go to Hawaii. And we're oh, like, nice. we want to go scuba diving. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So like we it. started doing our like our certification thingy. It's this, this, this whole ordeal to get certified yeah. to do it. Patty, is that what it's called? I have no idea. Something All like right. that. I don't know. I think they're like two different ones. It's whatever the, uh, the place that she used to work at. It's called Aquatic uh, Adventures. Um, we're just doing it there because she gets a discount off of it still. Sweet. Right. So they're like, okay, the first thing you have to do is you have to go on to this online thing and basically do like a e-learning like college course online. It'll take like 10 to 15 hours to do or whatever. I was like, mm-hmm. no problem. So I go onto the website and literally everything about this website is just crap. You hit one link, you hit like my profile, and then it takes like to you to like the about us page. Like it seemed like every link on this website was just messed up. And this is like a a body that certifies scuba divers. Yeah. Like a worldwide thing. Wow. Crazy. It was, hold on. It's a T D I S D I. T D I S D I. So like, and they they fix some of the stuff, but then like I would go online and try to like launch my like course that I had to do, and it would just go refresh, load, refresh, load, refresh, load, refresh, load for hours. <laughs> I tried multiple computers, multiple browsers, the same thing. Like reached out to them, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this is happening a lot." <laughs> like what the hell? It took me. Like four or five days to get it all situated. And what I ended up having to do was like go on the URL thing and just started taking out things that were like after slashes. Right. Finally found like a custom URL that got me into the e-learning thing. That's I was so like, funny. Holy smokes. Absolutely infuriating. I love it when you talk to a company and they're like, yeah, a lot of people have been complaining about that. And it's just like, they're not like, oh, yeah, somebody said that we're working on fixing it right now. It's like, we've heard the complaints and we have no plans on doing anything about it. That was pretty much their response. They're like, oh, yeah, a yeah. lot of people have been having that issue. I was yeah. trying to book uh, an appointment with my doctor and I had to call like seven or eight times okay. to get a to get through to reception. Oh. And then finally, I get through to reception and like. Hey, sorry, we're just like, we're just like kind of getting into the office and getting set up now. And I was like, your website says you open at nine. It's like 1030 now. Like, oh, yeah, we don't we don't really go by the hours on the website. Right. And then just like nothing. And it's like, (sighs) okay. I mean, that's a horrible experience for people trying to book an appointment. Right. I mean, and isn't it trying to to get an appointment in a a Canadian doctor just impossible anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sophie had to have a conversation with her doctor yesterday and be like, can you please take on Zach as a patient? Because it's just, there's like a shortage of, you know, what do we like a primary physician or a GP or whatever you call it. Right. They're just, they're all full and none of them are taking new patients. So it's really, and my doctor retired, which is part of the reason why I couldn't get in to see him. 
But I mean, like, let's say tomorrow you wake up and you're like, man, I've been having some really bad shoulder pain. I think I might have like, I don't know, like torn my rotator cuff. Yeah. Uh, legitimately. How long do you think it'd take you to get in to see somebody? Uh Oh, God, I don't even know. Well, you could go to like a walk in clinic or the emergency room and you would just have to sit there for like five, six hours. Jesus. Something like that. Or Ooh. you could try to schedule a doctor, but you would have to get the like it honestly took me a couple weeks of trying to get somebody on the phone at my doctor's office, just on the phone, let alone in to actually see him. Mm. Mm. Just the, the plan in Canada is just don't get sick. <laughs> but I mean, here it's not that much like if you want to like go in, like get your teeth cleaned or whatever, just something basic like you'd be all right. Yeah. But like a lot of times they're like, oh, you have to go to this person to then get a referral to the specialist. But the specialist can't get you in for like six months. Right. You're like, huh? Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's why I think <sighs> I don't. That's why I don't want to get old. I'm not getting yeah. old. No, no, I don't know. As no, soon as I can, I'm going to start. I'm going to get a blood boy and, you know, like a nice young 18 year old. He's going to draw his blood and then inject it into me. So that I can have all of his young nutrients. <laughs> this is my I've secret plan. I've never heard. You've never that. heard of this before? Oh, all the oh, Silicon Valley like CEOs do it. They all have blood boys. That's the uh, that's the name of the episode. The one where they get a blood boy. Yeah, the one where they get blood boys. Or would you be by a blood boy? Yeah, the one where they buy a blood, blood boy. <laughs> Yeah. See, I th- I think a lot of listeners think, man, these guys probably put so much time and effort into naming these episodes. No, we just let the live chat do it. Yeah, we let let the live <laughs> chat do it. See, that's that's funny. You got to join the live chat. Yeah, the one uh, where they debate Canadian and American healthcare. Uh, that's that's too riveting. Yeah, this is not a political show. We don't yeah. need that. And uh, Dadu is saying that in Quebec, which is the uh, the French province in Canada, a normal wait time is 18 hours. Oh, yeah. Sounds like the wait time at, you know, one of my favorite uh, brunch place. There's a place down here called. Uh, I'm not going to remember the name now that I tell uh, that uh, I uh, want to uh, tell a story. Two dollar mimosas. What's this thing called? Is it like a brand name that people have heard of before? No, hole in the wall, hole in the wall. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, two dollar mimosas, and you go there, and they're always so understaffed. But the people that work there are like busting it. So like, you don't really care, right? Yeah, yeah. But it takes forever to get your food. But they pour two dollar mimosas, and they get five mimosas out of a bottle of champagne. So like. You're getting a stiff mimosa. Yeah. For $2. (laughs) That's also a cheap bottle of champagne that they're using. I don't think that's champagne. I think that might be sparkling wine or Prosecco. Yeah, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not there for, uh, for the fancy time. I'm just there for a good time. Color. I could just imagine you at the, at the table being all shocked. You'd be like, you mean this mimosa isn't from the champagne region of France? This $2 right. mimosa. <laughs> they're like, get out of here. They're like, they're like, you must listen to the green suitors podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, hold on, hold on one second. One second. 
Got him. Got him. <laughs> oh, but dude, I'm still working on this damn media console. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what's what's the hold up? Okay. So I got the sliding dovetails in for the little like battens. I you could say on the back of the the doors. Yeah. Last week we you were playing with some different hinge styles. Hinges are good. Hinges are good. I haven't put them on yet. Okay. So I got the sliding dovetails all set, settled on the battens. I would say they're like a they ain't perfect, but it's going to look perfect on video. And you better right. believe I'm going to be like, and I nailed it first time. <laughs> um, the problem was I was using scrap to like do my tests on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, boom, nailed it on the scrap. Well, the scrap I had hadn't been like sanded down and stuff. So it was like a 64th of an inch bigger. Mm -hmm. So it fits fine, but it's like not as tight as I would have liked it. Right. But honestly, what I'm thinking of doing is spraying some water on the dovetails to swell it up. Yeah. And then I think it'll probably be okay. I mean, that's kind of like you're going to put wood glue in there, right? So right. it's going to it's gonna swell up a little bit with the wood glue, too. Yeah. Maybe water down the wood glue a little bit. Ooh, it's not a bad idea. Just like, yeah, brush on like a real th- coat of wood glue and then, I don't know, I'm not, wipe off the squeeze out. I'm not terribly worried about it. But yeah, so I got those situated. And then this is the first time I've ever pre-finished something. Oh. So I basically pre-finished the doors mm-hmm. with a little t- piece of like masking tape over where those like battens are going to slide in so that it doesn't get oil all over yep. it. So I can put glue in it. Yep. I don't know why I've never done this before. Like, yeah. Pre-finishing is pretty key. I do it a lot of the time. Like I'll get to a certain point, like before I'm ready to assemble everything. Right. And then I'll finish it all. And then I'll put it all together. Cause Getting inside like all those little interior corners, especially in a media console where you got a bottom on it and you're like, you're trying to get all these things. Now, that being said, nobody's ever really going to stick their head in the box and be like, hey, Eric, you missed this little corner here inside the right. box. But it is a lot faster to do everything. You just roll it out real quick and you're good to go. But here's the thing. I'm I'm using like Rubio on it. Right. Dude. You literally just slather oil all over the damn place and then yeah. just wipe it off and it looks perfect. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm never using film finishes on anything anymore. No. I just can't do it. That's well, I'm telling you, once you friend. put Rubio on this coffee table, you'll just be like, All right. Okay. I'm done. Let's see. It'll be my test. It'll be my test. Order as soon as there's one well, ring on it, though, I'm gonna be like, Rubio. Well, I ordered I ordered uh, I've not used it. It's cams stuff. This. Oh, it's like one molecule. Thick yeah, finish. yeah. Yeah. Which if anybody doesn't know, it's just carbon method rebranded. Uh. Shocker. Comes from the same warehouse, same product. It's just in a different box. Um, I'm sure everyone knows that, but yeah. I'm going to try that out on the dining table to see how, how it works. But honestly, I've got Rubio on my dining table right now. We don't use coasters. Okay. And like okay. you set your your drink on there, it leaves a ring. 
but then if you just wipe it, like take like a damp towel, it's mm -hmm. gone. So like okay. it, it okay. leaves just like residue, I should say, on the top. Okay. Residue is fine as long, as long as it's not a permanent mark. That's all. No, 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 no. I'm yeah. lazy. I just, I, right. you know, yeah. I don't believe in placemats. I don't believe in coasters. I just put the stuff on the surface. But the thing, the thing you're going to love about Rubio, you can like put the finish on there and then go and just start sanding without a dust extractor. Just throw dust everywhere in the shop and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be nice. You just wipe it off and move yeah. on with your life. Yeah. Or if you nick it, just take a little sandpaper, sand it out, throw a little oil on top, done. Okay. Done. But have you gotten a sponsorship from Rubio yet? Have you ever got them no. to send you free stuff? No, they're no. pretty chintzy that way. Oh, eh? no, no. They yeah. don't send anything. Yeah. All I got was this, this Rolodex. Nice. Actually, I take it back. When I was at the Festool charity build off thing, they gave me a bottle of uh, Rubio that was about the size of a bottle of nail polish. Oh. Which. Oh, I got one of those ones. Gets actually. you nothing. Yeah. I, did yeah. they give them out at WorkbenchCon? No, I got it very early on in my like social media thing. I was like, I'm going to reach out to Rubio and I have a thousand Instagram followers and see if I can get some free finish. Yeah. And they're like, like, we'll a... send you a little nail polish bottle. It's like three and a half milliliters or something like it's that. Something like, like that is ridiculously small. It's about enough to put on like, I don't know, maybe a, a six by six square yeah. to just see yeah. like test the color is about yeah. it. It makes like a airplane bottle of booze look generous. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> half that size. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only free Rubio I've ever gotten. Yeah. yeah. And it was some hideous color. So I just threw it out. Nice. But. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. I truly, once the doors are all settled and I'm going to attach the, um, like the dovetail battens to the doors tomorrow. Cause I just mm -hmm. put the finish on both pieces because if like with wood movement, I wanted to make sure there was finish on there. So if it does expand and contract, there's now not just like a dry spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, once I have that, I'll attach the door hardware and then i just have to put a back panel on it should be like all set i'm okay. definitely nearing the final stages but just this being so damn big it's like over seven feet long like do big yeah. projects are tough in a small space yeah yeah i could see that moving that thing around has got to be a little tricky well, because I put it on the workbench to do something, and then I have to go cut something on the table saw. So now I have to move it oh back to the saw horses, and then I have to move it back. To, like, oh, it's just it's a constant juggle. Could you do like some sort of like hooks from the ceiling and like hang it out of the way? Possibly. I wonder if that would work. But then it's like, is it just going to be in the way of like filming of the camera and like all that kind of stuff? True. True. Hmm. Yeah, you never yeah. know, but. I'm it, over large projects right now. I need yeah, a, I need something small. I need a small win. Okay. Okay. We got any plans? What's the next thing? Something small no you want to make? I have no okay. idea. She wants uh, she wants some sort of like bar thing. But see, I don't know if she means like like a whole like bar like media console type thing, or she just means like a shelf. Or like mm -hmm. I, I tell her I told her to give me like the Pinterest ideas. Interesting. 
Hasn't this, done. This is gonna this this Pinterest thing is gonna save both our relationships. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm positive. She loves Pinterest, man. She loves Pinterest. I bet you that's the most female oriented social media there is. Oh, no doubt. Right? No yeah. doubt. Yeah. Well, I wonder what the split is, male to female. Have you ever seen male Pinterest? It's all like really like moody photos of motorcycles and stuff. It's kind of cool. But <laughs> Interest male percentage is I feel like it's like emo music. Oh, maybe. Yeah. It says 17 percent male. OK. Yeah, I believe that number. 17 to 15 percent male. And 8 percent are unspecified. OK. OK. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I've like Google image stuff and then I click on it and it takes me to Pinterest. I'm like, oh, F this. I'm out. And I mean, I don't understand back. how Pinterest works. Like occasionally I'll go on Pinterest and I'll like see something that I like. I'm like, oh, that's a cool like coffee table. Let me yeah. click on it. And then it takes me to some website that's selling like e-courses. And I'm like, I, I clicked hmm. on the link of a coffee table. Like, yeah, I, I don't get it at all. I, I'm too old for it, I think. That's right. It's like TikTok. I don't know what the hell is going on on there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was uh-huh. meaning to ask. You did an ad for Meta. I did. Yeah. So how was that experience? Did you gain any insight or what? couldn't Not get any? really. So no. it's through an ad agency. So I did wow. the first part of it. Um, also, they like, it's funny. They like, it's one of these things where the partner or the sponsor, or whatever, completely skewers the project. They wanted me to do one reel and one photo. Okay. So I went and I like, I took this like nice, what I thought was a very nice photo. And uh, I, you know, I wrote a caption for it. I like, I don't know. I tried to like use my photography skills a little bit. Right. And they were like, oh, this is really nice. We love it. But it'd be really nice if there was something that you made in the photo. So I was like, oh, okay, crap. I don't really want to go back to this shop and reshoot the photo. So why don't we make this a carousel? And you can have like a you can have the photo I took and then we'll have like two screen grabs from one of my latest videos. Perfect. And they were like, cool, cool. Yeah, sounds great. So a couple rounds of revisions. <laughs> they come back to me like, yeah, you know what? We're just going to go with the last screen grab and we oh, won't geez. we're not even going to we'll just scrap the carousel aspect of it. And I was like, OK, like, I don't think it's going to play very well because the last photo is just kind of a boring photo. And they're like, no, no, it'll be fine. Trust us. I was like, okay. I put it out like it bombed. It just completely tanked. Who cares? Like, you got paid for it. Well, yeah, that's the thing, right? So it's also funny because so I'm doing a reel that's going to come out this Friday. And in it, I'm wearing this hat that I'm wearing right now, which is uh, a yeah, Mark. From, yeah, it's his hat. And then I also had another T-shirt and hat that had another one of my friend's logos on it. And like, hey, we're going to need Meta was like, hey, we're going to need sign releases from your friends saying that it's okay God to saves. wear their clothes in the thing. So the, I had to get like Mark and my other buddy to sign this big, long release. And it's, they, they can't even just sign it. They had to sign it as the brand and as themselves. It was <laughs> kind of ridiculous. It's like, they don't care. Yeah. I was like, they're it's literally free for promotion. The promotion. For, they're not going to sue you. Right. But eh, big companies oh. are going to big company. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I've got a what? What time are we at? We are an hour, right? We're one ten in, but we had a long intro. So finish your we'll thought. We'll keep going. We'll I uh, 
Oh, I guess this can be our tease. We'll start talking about it and then we'll transition to the after show. So I got a message from my agent, Mark, the other day, mm-hmm. working with one of potentially working with one of these like battery companies, right? Like one of the yeah. big portable battery generator things. Yeah. Yeah. Wanted one of these for a long time. Yes. So you can um, run both your tools at the same time. Right. So I'm pumped to get one. And my pitch was, why don't we ask them for a little bit more money and do a little bit more of like an integrated, like more dedicated uh, right. kind of video for it? Because not a not a 60 second ad read, but using the product the whole way through the video. Right. Yes. Because I've seen so many people do like the the classic 60 second ad read on it. And I'm like, OK, great, great. But what can this thing really do? Right. Like, can it run a table saw? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Can it run a bandsaw? Can yeah. it run a miter saw? Yeah. I haven't seen people really put this to the test. So that's what I pitched to them. And they said, no, they didn't want to do that. They just want a 60 second yeah. ad read. So now, what they so listen to this. I'll, I'll okay. tell you. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I'll pull up the, the well. The cynic in me is now thinking that maybe it can't power the table saw, and they know that, and like that's they don't why they want to see it. Not yeah. get a tool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to get this thing, and then you're going to have to tell us on the podcast if it powers your table saw. Oh. Oh yeah. You better believe I'm going to do that. Um. So he said they're sending me. A unreleased pre-production model that is their most powerful generator to date. Okay. I don't know what that means. Um, Yeah. It's like a battery backup generator thingy. Oh, so does it run on gas? I assumed it was just like a big... No, no, it's electric. Oh, so why is it a generator? I assumed it's a big battery. I think think they use... He probably just said generator, probably interchangeably, but like battery bank. Okay, okay, gotcha. So... Here and here's their ask. Sorry, I gotta scroll. He said Sorry. they want about 30 to 60 seconds of you just kind of hitting some of the talking points and talking about the features of it, like whatever, like oh, it has so many yeah, like sure. Then they want like throughout the video a total of 60 seconds of it being in frame while I'm using it. Oh, I've never seen so just, a requirement like that before, but right. that's interesting. So the idea would be like, Oh, I'm sanding something and like my sanders plugged into it or, or yep. whatever, like yep. through a 30 minute video, you know how easy it will be to get 60. Like that's yeah. no problem. Yeah. Yeah. And then they want two to three minutes of it just being in the background or just on screen. Okay. 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 Again, relatively easy in a long video to do. Right. So here's my question. And this is what I'm going to lead off. This is where I'm going to stop for the after show. How do I put this in a video that I've already made? Oh. Mm. <laughs> so I don't have to make a new video. Okay. A new project. Okay. Yeah. We're going to talk about this in the after show for sure. Okay. Cause I have an idea and I want to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. But like it. we're going to head over the after show. We're going to talk about this and we got a boatload of questions from the oh, audience. Boy. 
and they heard our they heard our response. We threatened last week. We said oh, we yeah. will only talk about the questions that people send in. No filler, no fluff. Okay. And we're like, we weren't even going to have an after show if nobody sends any questions. Well, people send in questions. So we got an after show. And we're going to talk about this spicy topic. So if you want to check this out and stop being a freeloader, uh, you can go over to patreon.com slash off the cut podcast. And remember, when you support off the cut, you don't support the Green Suitors podcast. <laughs> got them. <laughs> I All right, everybody. Get tired of that stupid sound effect. No, no, that's a good one. That's a good <laughs> one. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. See you next week, everybody. Peace out.